everyone, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Tia Kim. Hello. Andrew Whitehead. Hello. And Kelly Conrad. Howdy. We're here to talk about episode two of season four titled Don't Get Eaten. But before we get to that, I do want to mention that if you enjoy this podcast, you can go to iTunes or wherever you listen to it, wherever you get it, and rate and review the podcast that helps people find us and even though this is our last season doing this i want people to listen new people <laughs> new people to find us it's still we're not going to delete it once the show is ended it's always going to be out there for people to to find and it would be nice if they when they discover killing eve they also discover our podcast with some favorable reviews on episode five we are going to announce a winner uh someone who has won something killing eve related and maybe next week, I keep putting off, but maybe next week we will talk about what that prize is. Uh, so go to <laughs> iTunes, rate and review, which no one did uh, after our last episode. So hopefully we'll get a few, few this time, especially if you enjoy it. But again, we have had people angry with us win prizes. So <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's that. Uh, and if you are in the Philly area, go to xroadscomedy.com. Well, you don't have to be in the Philly area to go to the website. Um, but if you are in the Philly area, you can go to xroadscomedy.com for information on Crossroads Comedy Theater shows and classes. We have our Philly Theater Week run coming up April 1st through the 3rd with a lot of great things, including um, Not Yet Rated and Improvised Movies, Study Hall, Comedy Inspired by Lectures, and No Diggity improv inspired by old school old school old school <laughs> old school old school we're gonna get old the wrong school. audience i heard there was a no diggity no doubt old school show people coming in with opera glasses sitting in the third row because we have a tiny theater uh no it's uh improv inspired by old school hip-hop and r&b and hosted by tia it's a good time and that's a free show, too. That's a free one. We have several free shows. So check out xroadscomedy.com for information on the shows and the classes. All right. Once again, before we get to this episode, one more bit of business, and that is Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, hey. new to the season hey. uh, after missing last week. So, Kelly, what thoughts have you on the last week's episode? I thought, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what if I said the whole thing like that? Um, yeah, I thought... Overall, I'll keep it brief. I thought it was a strong start to the season. I feel like very, a lot of exposition. I feel like they opened a lot of doors and I'm like, holy shit, they sure um, opened a lot of doors. I feel like Constantine's- So many doors. So many doors, I can't keep up. Constantine's in Russia, Carolyn's in Mallorca, Hugo's in Mallorca. You know, <laughs> Hugo's in the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, Eve has, um, you know, gotten herself into some shenanigans, classic Eve. Uh, yeah, I just feel like a lot happened, but it was all interesting. Um, personally, I found it interesting. I'm interesting, interested to see how it develops. And, uh, I think this new, well, it wasn't very long lived as we'll see in this episode, but I thought Villanelle's very brief stint at the church was like really, really funny and this kind of new um alter ego type person. I was really wonder I was really excited to see like a, a drag G Jesus Christ superstar 
um, spiritual guru. I thought that was really, really fun. Um, and some really nice moments. I think uh, the comedy is still pretty sharp. And yeah, I would say generally speaking, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. Oh, any follow-up thoughts from anyone? Calling uh, Villanelle's drag Jesus, I'm just calling them Jesus. Because <laughs> I, because when they're both in the same scene, so just to let you know. Jesus, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus now. Jesus <laughs> now. Jesus <laughs> now. All right, then for this episode, episode two of season four, don't get eaten. Basically, I have three separate storylines that we're following, and we're going to do that uh, within this podcast. So we're going to start with Carolyn, then we will hit Eve, and then we will end things with what's going on with Villanelle, visas. Uh, so <laughs> what's up with Carolyn? How are you feeling? Tia? Uh, there's no crying in defecting, Carol, Carolyn. <laughs> uh, why she, why she cried in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, girl, get out of the bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, everyone's personalities, it's just, it's like a freaky Friday this season. I mean, obviously, Kelly already uh, shared this, like Villanelle's going back to her old self. But yeah, we got Carolyn crying, uh, which I'm not used to. I don't even think she cried when Kenny died. And so this, yeah, so I don't know what's going on with her and I hope she finds like her place. Cause she just feels very isolated right now. I think she needs someone to talk to and hopefully that's not Geraldine. <laughs> Carolyn has, she's on hard times, mm-hmm. hard times right now. Uh, I think that the crying is just reflecting how far she has fallen. Uh, she look, look, look what she's done. She has sold out uh agents and given given information on things that can be used uh and she went into the apartment that she has which you you, we've seen her her place a bunch how put together everything was how spotless it was clean and she goes in here there's a rat in the uh in the cupboard and uh i've never said cupboard in my life uh, it's a rat in a cabinet. <laughs> rat in the cupboard. <laughs> it's a rat in the cupboard. There's a rat in the cupboard. Old school cupboard. <laughs> it's the sequel to Indian in the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so even though she, yes, she she has defected, uh, the defectors or the, to those to whom she has defected uh, <laughs> uh, don't are not treating her with, you know, she's a rat. She's a rat. She's a lagger. Um, she's 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 turned on on people. Uh, so why should she be trusted? You know, she's a sword flipper. So yeah, it, it's just all all coming down, coming down on her. So yeah, there's going to be some tear shed. I don't think that's necessarily out of. I think. Well, let me rephrase that. It is a little out of character, but I think that it's it's earned. She's still mm. human, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Tia, you can't see this on the podcast, I'm not so sure about but that Tia one. Basically, <laughs> made a, a visual. Mm. Is she though? <laughs> like, I don't think so. Well, uh, you know what? I, I would love to get Andrew's thoughts on this, but because of her reaction, I'm thinking that's counting her out. I, I don't think she's a part of the twelve if she's reacting like that. I don't yeah. know. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, I I really want it to be a surprise that she is, but I don't. I think it's becoming more and more that she's definitely not. I think she knows who the 12 are. Um, it just based on what she told Eve last week of like, 
it's nice to know the critters, but yeah, I'm starting to think that she, like Helen, is not actually one of the 12. Tia, did you say you wanted to get Andrew's sauce on that? Or did you say thoughts? <laughs> I heard sauce as well. I heard really? sauce. And I was like, is that a I cool drunk? new way to say thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Like I the new tea? A... No. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. It's a long day. <laughs> so get your sauce. Yeah. Yeah, your thoughts. Got it. I was yeah. really hoping you said sauce, and I was and like, "Ooh, Andrew sauce." Bold. Uh, oh, Make a mean man. gravy. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I have not been drinking. Just to clarify. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, other thoughts on Carolyn, or do you want to talk more about Andrew sauce? <laughs> well, now that we have the option. Um, <laughs> oh no. I feel like personally that Carolyn's story feels a little like kind of slow to start this season. Granted, it's episode two, so I don't expect like a full blown something, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not super invested in Carolyn's storyline right now, but I have a feeling mm -hmm. that we're going to get like a, we're going to get like a, you know, get a big old, get, get a big thing yeah. in the season something's with Carolyn. Yeah. She feels like, something's going to happen to her. Yeah. She feels like uh, if this were a movie, we would just, she would not be, this would be like an omitted scene. Like this would be happening behind the scenes. And then she'd come up towards the end of this show or end of the movie. But I think just because she is a main character, she, this is a TV show. We have the time to do it. We're seeing all these little things that aren't real. like they're interesting for the story but they're not part of the grand arc. Yeah. 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 We're, we're laying some, some groundwork for, for mm -hmm. Carolyn. Uh, I'm glad that we are. Uh, Cause as I've said many times, Carolyn's one of my favorite characters. If you not my love favorite her. Character, I do. <laughs> I do. Nice. Now, Mike, <laughs> did you, Mike, did you say I'm glad or I'm glad? <laughs> I'm glad, but speaking oh. of glad, um, <laughs> I wanted someone to misspeak like me. Yeah, I'm so glad. Uh, yeah, she she brought that rat back to Vlad in a box. Knew that, and he was just like, "This was under our table. Doesn't belong smooth. to us." Yeah, real smooth. But also, they're not buying that. They're not buying that at all. Um, he does say that Hugo. Uh, well, she was Carolyn was giving information on three agents. Uh, I, I guess within MI6 or people that they just need some info on things that they can use against the agents. Uh, and she talks about Hugo and she goes off on, on him uh, and basically says that he's a uh, prime for a, a prime for a honey trapping. Uh, and then Vlad updates us and quite quickly, yes, Hugo has fallen into that, <laughs> into that honey trap. Um, and everybody's familiar with this term. Yes. That. Uh, I know about tricking and trapping. I know a little bit about honey trapping as of today because I had to look it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, for any of our listeners that may not know, that is just um, a a love interest that just tricks the person into giving them information and things along those lines, getting information from them. It's just very easy to use their um, attraction. Yeah. 
most bond yeah. and such. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah. such like a British way to say like this person can totally get caught up, you know, <laughs> get distracted by the nay nay. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of like Winnie the Pooh sticking his hand in the in the tree trying to get mm-hmm. that honey out. I wonder if there's a connection that goes back to the hundred acre woods. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe imagine that makes yeah. sense to me. Like flies, <laughs> flies yes. and honey. Catch them. Yeah. Catch them all. Yeah. Okay, Mom. Uh, and one of the things that really sets Carolyn off uh, is that she gave information on one of the agents, and that agent then ended up killing themselves. Yeah, the arse arse. Uh, the arse, yeah, the arse on her arse. Um, yeah, so she hung herself, and then Carolyn was like, oh, okay, well, this sort of thing happens. Uh, if you don't mind, I just have to go lay for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, so that got her got her good. So she's directly her actions have directly led to an otherwise good person, as far as we can assume, um, getting getting killed. Yeah, and Vlad yeah. knew. Vlad knew she didn't have to really use the restroom. Yeah, had to compose yeah. herself. Yeah, it's like oh, she's yeah. soft. She's soft. Mm-hmm. You bring me a really rat in a box, spot. and now you're crying in the restroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a rat Classic. in a box. Yeah. <laughs> Carolyn does have demands, though, too. Uh, she wants a new passport, access to files she hasn't seen, and an office that doesn't smell of dysentery. All these big Ooh. words. Yeah. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Carolyn? Because there's not much. We don't need to spend no. too much time on, on this. See her with everybody else. Like it's weird seeing her hanging out with these randos. I feel like she really shines when she plays opposite Eve, Constantine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like that's, you know, and obviously miss seeing her and Kenny's interactions. But yeah, it's like, let's get her with a team. Let's get her. She needs somebody to hang out with. Even Eve mm-hmm. has somebody that she's kicking it with. So I hope that they do all a little more than connect. kicking, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. They do oh, some yeah. honey pot sticking. But yeah, I want to see her in some type of fold because right now it's, yeah. I think I agree. And I think it's interesting because her as a character in the show feels isolating. um, And then like she herself is isolated. So I think maybe that's part of why I'm like, ugh, snooze fest. Like get Carolyn in the mix with people so she can, like, yeah, like Tia said. have something to do and have be with people that like complement her personality it's like too much like grounded rigid people it's like we need some we need some fun with carolyn yeah i can get behind all that uh, and we will uh we'll, we'll probably well, see when her. mike when is it gonna happen <laughs> um i'm gonna say episode three or four okay. uh she will hmm. be back i mean well she's she's gonna be getting some info uh from from people and we see Eve, which we'll move on to next, uh, kind of getting into things. So there's there's going to be some working together um, sooner than later. And it looks like it's going to be a joining of of uh, enemy of my enemy sorts of shit that's going on. Um, so, yeah, she'll be back with the uh, with the with the gang within the next episode or two, I would think. And then she'll the be gang. she'll be shining once again, because it is it's a little uncomfortable uh, for me 
personally to see Carolyn so down in the dumps. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, it's sorry, Mike. Our our I accept your apology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can send flowers to no. <laughs> to me. Uh, all right, then let's move on to to Eve. What we got, Andrew? Oh my gosh, she. Where where to start? Um, where to watch the episode. Uh, <laughs> Just remind me for the hell of it. Who's this? What's the show? <laughs> what happened to her in the story? Uh, no, I think she, she is becoming so hell bent again on finding Villanelle again, and I think a part of her wants to believe that Villanelle has changed, but I think there's a larger part that wants to get her back in the game or find out what she's really up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we see that when she's. Facebook stalking her? Is that what oh, the church, church website? No, it's the church oh. website. Um, yeah, website. and just on a regular browser too. I was like, if you're gonna, <laughs> yeah. if you're gonna stalk your ex like this, please use a private browser. <laughs> yeah, yep. One thing I did uh, enjoy is so many times throughout this series, Eve has touched the hot stove and not learned from it, and in this. <laughs> episode she literally gets her hand burnt on a hot stove and we know she's going to go back mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> literally gets her hand burnt and she's well, going to keep on touching it only hurts if you let it she let it <laughs> she yeah. <let> you, ah! <laughs> gosh um yeah eve is again she is like copping and copying villanelle up and down first episode she came in with the motorcycle. It's like, girl, Eve, we know that's you because of the switch walk. And then she hiding in the crowd with a blonde wig. And that was good, Dad. Mm-hmm. I was about time we see her in a blonde wig. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know who that was. So that was really, that was a cool surprise. Um, but yeah, she she's d- taking all these risks. And I feel like there's not that much of a return. Like she, Helene knew she was coming. Helene's like, and by the way, shout out to all the women who use applicators. Ain't nothing wrong with having a little help. <laughs> um, but Helene opens the door. She's like, I knew you was coming. And I knew, like, I knew this wasn't my tampon. Uh, yeah. so, she opened but, that door like Uber Eats was like, <laughs> just dropped off food. Oh, She's yeah. She was app. ready. You. I know. <laughs> Eve's like building herself up, like asking for advice. And Helene's like, yeah, you're, like she's opening the door. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that was such a big buildup. And then at the end, Helene's like, oh, yeah, uh, I want to get rid of the 12 too. Uh, let me know if you find them. <laughs> like she's like, <laughs> she doesn't give her anything. And it Eve's was walking so out all satisfied. Yeah, it was very uh, quick yeah, and no information. That's what at I all. want too. I yeah. want to get rid of the 12 also. Yeah, let us help each other. Yeah. Uh, uh. is this sorry um if i'm misremembering this is this where eve also gets beat up by the coroner or was that episode one no episode one okay Mm -hmm. sorry yeah Yeah. um kicked in the gut yeah i think um eve (laughs) though she is so hell-bent and uh, still obsessed with all of these things she's still just not as stealthy and skilled as she thinks she is like she's smart and she's got the passion but it's like she's clearly we see her in all of her flaws and missteps and you can only one can assume like oh shit like you can't keep doing this or you're gonna like get yourself 
killed or something. So um, it's funny how the show has already like hit that pretty hard of like, oh, she's uh, there are some holes in this in this plan or her lack of plan. Uh, but yeah, she's uh, she's not a professional for sure. No, yeah. she wants she she has she doesn't care if she dies, and I think it's also like her way of like punishing herself, but also trying to do the right thing. But she's so arrogant and yeah, <laughs> it's this weird yeah. She's trying to like be all tough, even like uh, Yusef, her would you call himbo? <laughs> himbo. Uh, yeah. I say mimbo. Mimbo. That's what you said, mimbo. Um, but yeah, even he's like, uh, listen, if you want to die, cool, but at least get something out of it. <laughs> like, you know, so it's kind of, I don't know. I, I don't, it's hard to root for Eve. I'm not even like, yeah, get the 12. I'm more like, girl, what you doing? Like, <laughs> so. I, I don't know. It's really odd. I will say what I was happy about with this storyline. Tell me if this makes sense, but I have a tiny crush on Martin. Martin. Is, and Martin is the scholar? The expert. Yeah. Yeah, the um, expert yeah. The, the, who works with the the one who she said, don't get eaten because he was about to interview and he was a cannibal. In season what, two? Or I think so, three? yeah. It was the same, two. I think it was the same season where we met Hugo and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't know. He's not a, I like him. He's very Martin's normal. pretty cool. Martin's cool. Yeah. He's, he's real one of the smart. Few he's people, chill. Yeah. He's like one of the few people that like just makes sense with all this like craziness going on and people trying to be cool assassins. And mm. he's just like, yeah, this is you guys are weird. <laughs> this is Martin, uh, yeah. this is this is unhealthy. He um, actually has, I think he's the one who says this. He says reinvention is a form of avoidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what an See, awesome line. Yeah. And just like, is probably, pr- that's precisely what Villanelle is doing mm-hmm. uh, yes. or tried to do. Yes. So I, I thought that that was such a good line. Yeah. Yeah. I felt personally targeted by that line. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was Dang like, Martin. wait a minute. I had to do like a whole self evaluation. <laughs> Oh man! I had to pause the show and just take a laugh. <laughs> just think about yeah. my thing. That's why Whitney's not here tonight. Yeah, because yeah. of that line. Yeah. Reinvention. Thanks uh, a lot, also Martin. Says uh, when Eve, she says something like, "Is this a bad time?" He's like, "No, no, no. I've got five minutes until my cannibal." Uh, yeah. Which then leads us to our title episode, uh, "Don't Get Eaten," which is spoken by Eve. Uh, this this time around, it's always one yeah. of the cast members. And the other thing that came out of that quick conversation with those two, Martin and Eve, is uh, Eve saying something along the lines of, maybe I'm more of a them these days. Them yeah. being like the baddies. Uh, she's trying too hard. It's like, we get it. Yeah. Like that, It's kind of that same flavor as when she almost like uh, choked Yusef to death in the park. Yeah. It's like, she's like trying too hard to be like, I'm evil too, you know? I can be a killer. And he, she's asking him questions. She's like, but now it's me. <laughs> like it's like okay, yeah. you get you want to be on, you want to be a bad girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's again she's just trying too hard. She went to Martin in the first place for what she called a second opinion, uh, right? Because she's trying to formulate this plan with uh, Yusuf uh, to go see Helen, and <laughs> she's like, "Well, I'll just go," and Mimbo's like. I don't think that's the best plan. And he says something like, I'm just trying to inject a little know-how into your revenge. Uh, and he said, I think what, what Tia said a little, a little while ago, like, you can do this, you can do that, you can do all those things, but there's also this. <clears throat> right. So she's not trying to hear that. 
So she goes to see Martin, who also is like, no, I do not, I do not recommend a direct approach. So what does she do? It's exactly what she does. She's going to do what she's going to do. And she's, it's just that she has throughout this entire series. Right. Doesn't matter what anybody says. She's never going to follow anybody's advice, no matter how often and who she asks. It's infuriating. Listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a character. Um, but she's too likable to be, um, thrown off by it but come on mm-hmm. you're probably it's a show is killing eve it's probably well, gonna get you killed about time. well mm-hmm. looking at that luck yeah any other thoughts on eve eve storyline and you said oh just more, so i have to say i really i love sandra O. Oh. And I don't want to beat up on her too much. But again, like there was that one scene where she obviously takes the steak knife. <laughs> and oh, you right, said, yeah. like, uh, did you just take the steak knife? <laughs> no. You know, just, and, and I think, Kelly, you said this, just like she's just not suave. She's not doing things smooth, even though she's trying to present like I got it all together. Uh, it's funny. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the turnaround. And then also going back to what Andrew said, She's not over Villanelle, you know? It's like she didn't go to the baptism, but why are you on the website? Why are you look at her pictures when you got Yusef coming in trying to make you dinner? So it is a little, she's not, yeah, she's faking it, so. Well, yeah. it's so interesting that that quote, this reinvention is a form of avoidance also applies to Eve just as much as it does to Villanelle. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you're not an assassin. You're not <laughs> like, you're not an agent at MI6. Yeah, it's like, but you're just, you are just simply not. So it's like, where is this discrepancy gonna gonna take us? Yeah. Now she mm-hmm. breaks into, not breaks in, uh, Helen says something along the lines, uh, what did she say? Like, are you here to kill me? Whatever. Uh, no, I'm here to cook you dinner. Uh, yeah. So she, she, busts, she busts it. She very quickly, she's caught off guard by mm-hmm. Helen answering the door, but she very quickly kind of composes herself and fakes it till she makes it. Uh, so yeah. she goes in and still is like, oh, geez, what have I done? <laughs> um, but then she says she's going to make shepherd's pie. And correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that a season one thing? Yeah, I think when, it was like Nico liked it too. Nico's favorite yeah. dish, right? Yeah, it was like Nico's favorite. And then I think she also made it with um, Villanelle. Yeah, Villanelle. That's her go-to. When she broke yeah, in. Yeah, that's her thing. That's her mac yeah. and cheese. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, did you see that Helene had like a pair of scissors? She was holding like a pair of scissors mm-hmm. when she opened the door. Yeah, yeah. She was like, Collapsible. am I going to have to kill? Or a knife or something. I'll have to kill a bitch. And she's <laughs> like, okay. All right, dinner, you say. Okay, let's see how far this goes. Well, Eve, again, being the clumsy person that she is, is trying to act all hard and then immediately cuts herself. Like yes. within like two cuts of a carrot. Um, so I'm like, oh, dude, you burned your hand and cut it? I'm like, it sounds that like sucks. A- a Lord of the Rings like time frame, like something Gandalf might say. Two cuts of a carrot. (laughs) (laughs) It means quickly. (laughs) All right. Any other things going on with uh with Eve, Mimbo, Helen? Uh well, Eve also tried to be a badass and uh kind of use the child as a prop. Because oh, at yeah, first she was like, about the, the kid. he was like, whoa, 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 I can't read to this kid. I don't know this story. And then she's like, oh, wait, 
maybe I will read it and do some improv. And then she starts like, oh, there's one princess who had skills. The other princess didn't know the other princess's skills. I'm like, okay, again, Eve, we know it's you. And then she's like stroking the daughter's hair and looking all creepy. Um, that poor girl, like what? Yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> your, yeah. mama's, your mama's a killer. You should know. And Helen went I wanted her to turn around and be like, blood. That's, not, that's not what this says. <laughs> the child cannot read. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In French. That's right. It was in French. Yeah. Yeah, she did read it in French. Yeah. Uh yeah, there was a moment where uh Helen's like, oh, what happened? Let me go. Talking on like a it's like a mountain works. Do y'all do that? If you get like a cut on your finger, do you do you suck the blood? Sometimes. I I never not like a gash. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I make it wider. A little one. <laughs> I drip I never it into my mouth that. like Audrey too. Yeah. <laughs> Just put an IV in. Uh, what is it you want, Audrey? Yeah. Oh man. Did y'all think uh Helene was gonna kiss Eve? I was like, are you gonna kill her? Or are you gonna kiss her? <laughs> you're gonna kill, you're gonna kiss. I didn't kiss. think they were going Spinal. to I didn't actually think they were gonna kiss, but that moment did feel very intimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some tension. There was some tension in there. Well, I mean, with this show, it, it, it's usually between um, Villanelle and Eve, of course. Um, but they're in separate separate worlds right now. Uh, so you had Helene was making out with somebody at the bar, yes. wherever they were. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, so yeah, there, there, there's some... Some more there. Oh yeah, and Helene's hot. I'm like, yeah. okay, I support this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sandra, oh, looking pretty, pretty great. Oh <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about that pony. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty great. That long ass pony and the oh, little yeah. little dress exposed back. Dress. Oh yes, please. Oh, that's right. That long braid. Yep, you're right. Like the whip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. And it's just like down her back and that yeah. like shot with her at the bar. I'm like, oh, don't mind if yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get enough of that, actually. No, we didn't. We didn't. And that's in the trailer. I'm like, you think yeah. you would have given that outfit a little more of a moment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we got six episodes left. So maybe we'll get some more pony. <laughs> I hope so. I want it. Yeah, I hope so. All right. Uh, then let's move on to a villanelle. Whew. Ugh, man, Whew. Whew. Yeah. reinvention is not is not really taken. It's not <laughs> it's, it's it's not sitting too well. She's tried to, to her credit. She has tried. She tried really someone, hard. Brought them back to life. Could have left them for dead. She didn't do it. Uh, and she tried to tried to make amends, uh, trying to get people back on her side. But again, it's not it's all for her. It's not. For, it's not for the good of those people. It's for the good of Villanelle uh, and this facade that she's trying to to, to play, to play the part of. Um, so what are your thoughts? I loved um, getting out of the city and kind of being in the forest. Like I thought just visually mm-hmm. it was re- a really nice change of location and pace. Um, I I love that Villanelle has kind of like a 90s mom vibe to her outfit so far, which I'm really into. Uh, yeah, I guess it, it's always exciting yet 
terrifying to see Villanelle unravel um, mm-hmm. and kind of you feel this rising tension with, um, is he a priest? Oh, the Sorry, vicar. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. good at priest. religion. Okay. Priest vicar. Um, yeah. So like you kind of just feel those tensions getting more and more intense. Uh, are we going to, are we just like talking general thoughts about Villanelle? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that moment by the fire when she like divulges that really dark like aspect of his past of like killing his wife in a drunk driving accident was like so uncomfortable and I felt so bad for the other campers and for May um it was just like Villanelle was just like digging and digging and digging and like had no intention of stopping so I thought that was uh a really well done scene and then obviously those uh pretty brutal murders at the very end were uh I was expecting the priest to die I was bummed that May also um, right after seeing her father get brutally murdered also died and um you know Jesus superstar drag Jesus I was I was bummed I (laughs) I hope that maybe we get like a a zombie um, Jesus Christ superstar because I'm like so bummed. And then Andrew, I can get some of those points Um, (laughs) because what an awesome like aspect to the show that, you know, was so short lived. I would have loved to have seen more of that because that's so fun. But yeah, I thought Villanelle had a banger of an episode. Uh, Yeah, I agree with all that. But now that. Jesus is possibly behind us. It does open the door for what I was saying last week for Devil Lucifer to to come in Mm -hmm. uh, because that's clearly going to be the winner. Uh, Yeah, Mm. and the and May kind of sealed her fate. Yes, she did. At least close Mm -hmm. the flap, block some of the sound (laughs) coming coming out. But she she did. She sealed her fate. She's like, no, she's evil. I thought that I could, and it's like. Villanelle's like right next to the thing. So yeah, it's also well, on you, May. Yeah, I was thinking more she sealed her fate just even by letting Villanelle, like just by trusting her again so quickly. Oh, like yeah, it didn't take After much. Round baptizing her. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't even like, oh, you tried to kill me and I'm good. Like she didn't even like slowly you know, like, okay, I need some time. I'll be like, let's, let's just be cordial to each other, but I need some time to adjust. She was like, let me, let me take you somewhere. Just the two of us alone. Like think about Barbara blindfolded, spinning by herself (laughs) and left her to go scream and have a moment. And then right after that, she tells her this deep, dark secret about her family. Like, how do you, like, that's a big jump to give somebody all of that vulnerability after they tried to murder you so that's what I thought you meant what may sealing her fate because she just it's like this girl showed you who she was like maybe some baby steps you know that yeah, was I, shocking the amount of time it did not take for <laughs> May to like for forgive her or forget about it maybe she just immediately repressed it and pretended like it didn't happen but yeah. it was alarming how much she just shrugged off that um drowntism yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> and talking it was, back to her daddy one might say two cuts of a carrot she was already Ayo. like back yeah. and forth she forgave her in two cuts of a carrot <laughs> <laughs> um there was a moment in the whole villain all story i have to talk about it but remember as soon as they got off the bus 
and the uh phil the priest was like hey we had to change up some rules this year make sure you stay to your own tent barbara yeah Barbara got some got some action. Yeah, I was freak, like... let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably why Villanelle didn't kill her because I was honestly waiting for Villanelle to actually kill the entire yeah, church. Hundred percent. I was like, she's gonna after she's done with him, she's just gonna go off, and mm-hmm. she's coming for Barbara. But who knows? Maybe Barbara. Barbara might. She might be have a little bit of past too. Villanelle was like, "I ain't gonna mess with you, Barbara. <laughs> you got some. You I left you blindfolded. Go. I owe you one." <laughs> Barbara right. uh, really singled her out. Yeah, that was. We're rude. playing some fun games too. We got some yeah, Bible yeah. quizzo. We got what was that celebrity they were they were playing? <laughs> oh, Hitler. Oh, Hitler. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Who writes Hitler? Yeah, in the church, at the church thing, and think it's funny. None of them, none of them liked her. None of them liked her. They all thought she was evil, and that's why she kind of gets up in the the bus and she quotes, Mm. "What was it, Matthew or no, Luke chapter fifteen, which is the the gist of it was that hey, God's gonna be pretty excited to have me because I've been a shit. I've been a piece of shit, and now I'm repenting. So he's gonna be more (laughs) excited to have me than he is to have all y'all. Okay, (laughs) right. So." Always good at making friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Am I oh, Hitler? Man. Am I Hitler? Am I Hitler? <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Jodie yeah, Comer was, is so yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. That was um that whole thing with her. I was so surprised. Like I wasn't surprised that Villanelle like spilled the secret and came out and you know I was surprised how she did it and how quick she did it. Um, it's like right after the game, she's like, okay, your turn and boom. And it wasn't subtle at all. It was like, no. oh, and then I even thought she would stop it. Oh, guess what? You're Mary, your nope. dead wife. But nope. she's like, you're, you legally and unlawfully killed her because she was drunk driving and da-da-da. like, she just did it. Like her whole chest, just like everything. And I was like, wow, there it is. And this yeah. still killed him. <laughs> sort of mm. like, wasn't that enough girl? Yeah. Just trying to bring oh, gosh. her her judges down to her level, uh, and like she had her little yeah. with, with visas. Uh, what was was her her thoughts? Like mm-hmm. I'll do this, and then they'll be like, oh, "Okay, I get it. I see what's yeah. happening. Yeah, he's evil too. So right, we should calm down a little bit when we're dealing with with Villanelle and understand that she's trying." <laughs> right, and they were like. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> you like him today. Yeah. That's Boo. who he was then. Yeah, it yeah. did not go according to plan. No. And the, oh, what was it? Did we discover? Oh, sorry, Andrew, go ahead. No, go for it. Oh, I was gonna say, did we discovered? I love that scene, the dialogue between Villanelle and Barbara, where she was like, I was parishioner of the week. <laughs> you invented it. You invented it. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. It was so good. It was so unexpected and so funny. And I'm going to miss Barbara and Villanelle together. So yes, there was another moments. moment where she says like some Villanelle says, uh, like, who cares what so-and-so thinks? And you hear like, People in the background, like <laughs> off screen, are like, I do. I do. I don't know. Dumb, fun moments. Um, uh, yeah. And how'd you feel about the her, her and uh, Jesus, her, her Jesus chat at the end? The um, 
the stigmata that she gave it. <laughs> yeah, she did too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it felt it felt weird. I, honestly, I think the whole Villanelle storyline felt weird to me as such a hard shift from what we were setting up last week. It was kind of like, hey, here's this nice, fun little present we have for you. Just kidding. We're going to light it on fire this week. Um, and I just felt kind of bummed. I, I hope it's not over. Like I like Kelly said, I think there's I excited if there's gonna be some zombie Jesus, which I think is just Easter Jesus. Jesus. Uh, yeah, Easter Jesus. And then that. yeah, the devil work I think is gonna be could be fun if they go that route. Yeah, uh, but well, I think they we're seeing like the... her sociopathic side, you know, that like I can blend oh, yeah. in anywhere, but I can't truly feel what people feel. Right. That's a really good point, Andrew. They like, they set up this really fun game, this really fun environment for Villanelle to be like a ticking time bomb under. And they gave us one episode in that environment. It's like, ah, come on, y'all. Like, you could have had some fun with that. Yeah, let's play Mm -hmm. some hot potato with this bomb real quick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going over my notes and I'm seeing a little bit more Barbara. Jeez, Mike. (laughs) Carolyn, step aside. New girl in town. Yeah. Uh, Just how how much she was asking to get killed and it didn't happen. Where she says, I knew you were bad inside. I saw you, I saw it from the beginning. Uh Mm -hmm. and the talks about the um devil. Uh what's the the story? The exorcism of the Jurassic demoniac. Um the exorcism of the legion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and you can put a wig on shit, but it still smells like shit. <laughs> like, oh, you know who you're talking to, yeah. Barbara? Yeah. She will kill you where you stand and didn't. That's great. I'm very surprised. I Just like Tia said, I was fully expecting her to go full Ramsey Bolton on everybody in that, in that camp. Y'all, we don't know that episode three doesn't open up with her slaughtering the rest of the camp. <laughs> This is true. We don't yeah. know that. This yeah. is true. Yeah, we'll have to wait Some and classical see. Classical music, and she's just like burning <laughs> down. Slow mo, blood <laughs> splattering. Yeah. One of the background voices is just like my leg as Ave Maria <laughs> plays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus confronts yeah. her. She knocks him out. Restrains him. Stigmatizes him. Makes out. Uh, and then <laughs> kind of uncomfortable says uh, yeah. you didn't stand a chance yeah chokes him nails him to the ground yeah yeah I don't know no comment <laughs> hey for hot it's devil podcast, Tia. you gotta have a comment <laughs> <laughs> no it was I, I mean for me anytime when people do like with that stuff I'm kind of like eh. like because it's kind of that unnecessary shock value it's like i didn't need that part you know of it the making out uh, or the stigmatizing all of it yeah 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 um, they didn't show it they didn't they didn't show the but i felt it <laughs> <laughs> no, visceral like, reaction but you know like when you're watching something and you're like should i well this is at least me there's times where i'm like should i look away or should i keep looking but i mean yeah it ended up being fine but it's also like all right cool like, where do we go from here? But I did appreciate kind of this, even Visas being like that line, like you didn't stand a chance. It's kind of like, yeah, I I knew, I knew you were going to do this. I knew that you couldn't be that person, but I'm still here. You know, I'm still here for you. But it was almost kind of like taunting. Yeah. And so, 
Yeah. And, and obviously this is in Villanelle's mind of what redemption looks like and what her savior quote unquote looks like. And maybe that is part of her salvation is just needing to be herself, you know, mm. and needing to be kind of like clever and, you know, like gotcha, you know, and kind because that was kind of the attitude of the visas. Like, remember it was like, I will smite you. I can't stay mad at you. You know, just a lot of the back <laughs> yeah. and forth childishness stuff. So um, I, I think it's just a part of her getting back to herself. Um, yeah. But yeah, some of the imagery, I'm like, oh, Lord, literally, Lord, please don't hurt Jesus again. <laughs> but I'm also yeah, curious was, if, uh, I'm curious if maybe we're not done with that journey with, with her. We have really? six episodes left. Uh, well, I, I think we probably are, but maybe we're not. <laughs> but maybe we're not. Uh, because that's one religion. It's one small offshoot of one larger religion. So maybe there's another thing, because you don't need a re religion at all to be a good person, uh, to True. know right from wrong and, and all that. Um, so maybe there's another religion that she's going to go after, another way to try to be a good person. Um, I don't see that happening because, again, it's six episodes left, um, and that was her her one chance, and she ended up killing everybody. But maybe they're they're not done, and there's going to be a little bit more exploration of her trying to be that, that good person until ultimately probably in the back half of the episode of the season then she really does just give up. And ultimately, she just wants to be with Eve. Mm -hmm. Like, so yeah. whether she's good or bad or whatever, that's what she wants. <laughs> All that she wants <laughs> is little Eve. <laughs> she's oh, it's a mom. <laughs> yeah. Is that Ace of Base, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. So, uh, we didn't mention this, but it, came, it was at the top of the episode, the Tower of London performance. Yeah. Uh, where we got that line of "Does it hurt only if you let, only if you let it?" Yeah, uh, mm. that was uh, Helen and her kid, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and the Eve. mom. Yeah, after grandma, grandma was there with ice cream. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then well, she—that's where she puts that tracker on Helen. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts from any of the the storylines? Anything you think may happen in the next episode? Where things are going based on what we know so far? Um, we got to loop in the mortician. Oh yeah. Right, yeah. Cause it's like, we, we didn't see her at all in episode two, but she's connected to Helene. So there, I feel like there's going to be this comeback around with Eve working with, you know, cause now Eve could be like, so I went to Helene's house, look <laughs> at my hand, you know, mm. uh, as she might use that to like bond with the mortician and figure out stuff. I don't know. Um, and hopefully Carolyn. That's Pam, right? Well, Pam. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully Carolyn will find someone to talk to. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. Geraldine, you know it, right? Oh no, please don't, don't, please. It's one hundred percent gonna be Geraldine. <laughs> no. Mom, thanks for calling. But you probably can't trust Vlad. No, they right. have like they have history, but you probably can't trust him with you know anything vulnerable. So, yeah. Maybe Geraldine. Maybe. Maybe oh. they're right. Maybe they're right to you. Sorry. He's um, vulnerable, but just not in the bad way. You know, just like she's just a vulnerable yeah. person. One other small moment is when they are out there screaming, doing their primal screams. Uh, Villa Jesus is uh, like, oh, you did it. She's totally into you again. Uh, <laughs> and then she asks him, if, if you, do you want to spin with me? 
do I want to spend? What am I a child? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> let's go spend with Jesus. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's hit our. Oh, wait, there is one thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One more thing. Um, mm-hmm. I just saw it in my notes that when Carol was talking to Vlad, she mentioned that the 12 ordered the death of her son, mm-hmm. which means she doesn't believe Constantine when he said, Kenny at like backed up and fell. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, wait a second. So anyway, that was just, a. I, I didn't expect her to say they ordered the death of my son because I think because she killed Paul, I thought she was like, oh, okay, I believe, Con-. and she let Constantine live. Anyway, that was just one line I just noticed. It. Or it could be indirectly, like they ordered mm-hmm. the death of him and Constantine went to try and turn him so that gotcha. that wouldn't happen. And then he ended up fumbling to his death. Got it. Okay. So I'll I accept that. That. either way, either way, I think is, yeah. is possible. Um, all right. So let's hit our winners and losers. And then if anything else comes up as, as the winners and losers, uh, feel free to chat about it. Uh, so we'll start with the losers, Andrew. Um, I think, I think Barbara's a loser, uh, <laughs> because she's going to wake up in the morning and be like, all right. So the person that brought us here is dead their daughter's dead who i was really good friends with and this person that i know did it is missing in the woods with us so it's just like mm-hmm. a whole thing that she now has to deal with because she's like yeah she's like the secretary of state of the church right? <laughs> yeah and you know she's gonna find it because she's gonna be crawling in their tent yeah that's what she's not supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> just stay in your tent barbara you never would have yeah. found those dead bodies uh kelly so my loser was actually going to be similar, but it was going to be um, not just Barbara, but just all the other campers in general um, for a couple reasons. They all had to be witness to that really uncomfortable event by the fire um, with Villanelle um, outing his traumatic past. And then, um, yeah, everyone's going to wake up or sneak into a dead person's tent and be like traumatized by these two horrific deaths um and also how are you gonna get back to london so now they have to like figure out transportation and logistically like what a nightmare to deal with um i still got the bus right yeah right well who's gonna drive the bus who's gonna drive the bus who drove the bus because i don't think he was doing a type five when the bus broke down so i don't know yeah all right, well, then it's going to be an awkward okay. bus ride home. Okay, Losers okay. well, then they, they got still the stands. ride covered, but the trauma <laughs> will still be there. And where do the bodies yeah. sit? Where are the bodies going to go? Mm-hmm. Sit in this weekend at Bernie's in the back seat. Do you sit them up straight or do you lay them down? Which one's less weird? Oh, I'm down the aisle. Well, that's in the way, <laughs> never mind. Uh, Tia, who's your loser? Uh, my loser is May, because she should have just sat there and read her Bible. Yeah. <laughs> she should have just... Yep. Yeah, she, uh, I think she kind of made things a lot worse by trusting Villanelle too soon. She could have like still been nice, but kept her distance. And I think especially sharing, like basically she went against her dad like that over someone she just met and she was blinded by the hoo-ha. She was blinded by her crush. <laughs> and But you know, like when you're a teenager and you're in love and you're at night. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no it's cool uh but you're just like doing all these things and your family's like oh my god you just met this guy maybe that was just me <laughs> but it's like you just met this guy like what are you doing you know like we know you so 
it's like you just met Villanelle you're seeing all this stuff set it up so I mean I, I don't want to blame May for her death but I just wish she was a little bit more careful and she's my loser May absolutely did not need to die yeah so yeah that, it, it I was know, all... that was so excessive yeah. yeah uh she she asked for it multiple, <laughs> multiple <times. laughs> but uh, it, within the context of a show uh, right, right, I right. normally For say sure. that in, in real life, of course. Yeah. Uh, my loser is going to come as a shock. Carolyn. Carolyn's my loser. Wow. Um, because each each episode, she falls a little bit further. Now her decisions uh, on her descent are causing the death of other, other people. She's got that crappy apartment that she's got to stay in. There's a rat. Everybody hates her. She doesn't have anybody to talk to. Let the rat go, good. Mike. Rats need to make a living too. Hey, it's there's a it's rat. A, it's a symbol of the people that hate her. Um, they're they're placing placing the rat there. Um, mm. I mean, they're they're a couple steps away from like the the big inflatable rats that are always outside of construction <laughs> oh, sites. She's been non-union on her last kill, so they had to yeah. give her a rat. Yeah, had to. Yeah, oh. no scabs in the assassin oh. business. Um. Yeah, so Carolyn is my my loser for all reasons previously previously stated, uh, and our winners, Tia. Uh, I gotta give it up for uh, the scene stealer, uh, and that's the tampon tracker. <laughs> I did not even know these things existed. Very exciting stuff. Um, really, uh, just helped move the story along. We wouldn't have known if Helene lived. We wouldn't have got a chance to see these awesome scenes. It was not for the tampon tracker, the ultimate spy doing the hard work. And yeah, um, yeah ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with using applicator, baby. <laughs> yeah. So it was it usable? Or was it where she opened it up and it's just like a blinking red light? You know? <laughs> either way. I mean, you you don't keep it in you forever. So either way, <laughs> even if she yeah. did use it. And how strong is that um, signal? Eventually. <laughs> Pretty strong. And is it harmful to the uterus? Yeah. yeah. Is radiation coming uh, off of this thing? Yeah, what? like what's oh, give us some info? Yeah. Uh Kelly, who so, is your winner? So um Tia, great winner, by the way. Really into these inanimate yeah. object Didn't, winners. Did not see the the tampon being yeah. The, uh, Fantastic winner. choice. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with a human winner, which is um Helene. Um Based on her interaction with Eve and the fact that she remained so composed and clearly had the upper hand during that whole interaction, um, I think Helene's a, a force to... <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think Helene is a force to be reckoned with. And uh, yeah, I think she's got some... I think she got some tricks up her sleeve. So, Helene. Yeah, go. Andrew. Uh, I'm going to say Vlad because I think he's getting a lot of information for very little cost, as it seems. Like, you know, just kind of like, hey, I know some information. And she's like, well, here's all of these people and here's how to trick them. So I'm going to yeah. say Vlad. Oh. V money. Uh, I am going to go with the Mimbo, Yusuf, mm -hmm. as, as the winner. Um, because he's, he seems really good for Eve. Uh, mm -hmm. he doesn't have a problem saying like, what's what to her. Um, she doesn't listen, but 
uh, he does give good advice, uh, which is don't do something stupid, idiot. Uh, why would you, why would you do this? Such as uh, advice like that. Um, so I'm looking forward to see that character a little bit more explored uh, than we've we've seen him so far. Because right now it is just kind of like her side side piece. Well, her main piece. It's one of her pieces. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, that happens to women in uh, film and television all the time. So there doesn't need to be more. Um, but it would be nice, uh, just as a character, because I do like the character, to see a little bit more from him other than just uh, what we've gotten at, up to this point. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Any stray stray thoughts? Uh, for all the reasons you just listed about Yusef, I have a feeling he's going to die. Oh, no. <laughs> like, pretty yeah. soon. And then it's going to, like, bring Eve and Villanelle even closer. But, yeah, it's when you were like, he's good for Eve, he's this, he's that, I'm like... He and you know we're being set up to think that Eve's going to be the one with her reckless behavior that's going to die, but she's probably going to do something reckless, and Yusef's going to get killed to endanger yeah, him. Yeah, him I give it yeah. episode four. Episode yeah. four, Yusef's going to die. Man, first half season death. Yeah, that would suck. Um, I did think of a side loser, Hugo, get hunting trapped. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And getting pumped for information. <laughs> he got honey trapped. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Then if there's no more, uh, that will do it for our episode covering season four, episode two. Don't get eaten. Um, I've been Mike Marbeck. Uh, thank you, Tia. <laughs> I've been eaten. <laughs> thank you, Tia. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Whitney, from afar. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.